Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 480 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever this week, although it is a little bit later than planned due to internet problems at home. My home hub's misbehaving. So that's messed things up a little bit, but we are here as ever, which is good, I hope, for you. Fingers crossed. On the show, we'll be having a chat with Love Austin all about her brand new single, Window Shopping and forthcoming album. We will be talking to the team from Canic Chase Drama Society uh, as they are doing All Shook Up. That's on stage at latter part of September. As is another show we'll talk about very soon. Also, we'll be finding out from Lisa Fongler all about uh, a survey which shows that people enjoy a takeaway at 7 o'clock on a Friday night. And also uh, looking ahead to the uh, British Takeaway Awards. That's coming up on the show. And we'll be hearing from David Emmanuel, of course, a part of the design team of Princess Diana's wedding dress, all about a new TV show and a survey which is looking at the way weddings come together in this current decade. But first of all... Quarrymount Musical Theatre Youth Society have Phantom of the Opera on at the Stourbridge Town Hall. It's taking place from the 19th to the 22nd of September. And I have three of the number with me now. Hello! Hello! Hello. Right, so we have Alex, Alex and Ollie. Yes. yes. Okay, so first of all, starting at Alex's end, uh, tell us uh, about uh, who you are who you are, and who you're playing. Well, I'm playing the Phantom in the Phantom of the Opera. So you get half a mask, is that...? Is yeah, that I've, got, I've got the mask on the right side of my face and all the disfigurement and stuff and like that. How does the story work out for your character? Well, it, not, not all the, not, no spoilers, but... No spoilers, but it doesn't really go his way in the end. So that, of, that's, yeah. that's, that's, where, that's where we're going, but there's some great songs along the way. Yeah. Alex, what are you doing? Um, I'm playing Christine Dio. And how does Christine's story start? Um, it's very problematic, <laughs> I would probably say. Um, um, but she kind of, she's in the chorus at the opera and then she meets the... Uh, kind of mysterious phantom and the story continues so yeah okay ollie tell us about you uh, i play raul i am the love interest of christine and i guess you could say the enemy of the phantom so it did no, no love lost here at all at the moment and uh, it when it comes to this sort of musical show it's one that's known uh, has been known for a while it was, it was the 80s this really got together as a musical so uh, yeah. it's 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 a big piece of work and quite challenging, I'm going to guess. Definitely. Yeah, challenging, yeah. <laughs> and quite a range required for all of the vocalists in it. So t- tell us a-, a bit about your your vocal numbers. I mean, you have the hardest. So. Yeah. yeah. Not to say that my part's hard, but <laughs> it's hard. Um, I have to have quite a lot of low notes, but then I have some really high notes as well. So, so it's quite challenging but really fun at the same time and the rehearsals have been going well i trust yeah so it's all looking good so far definitely (laughs) yeah uh but uh are there any like favorite numbers or songs that you've you've known and done before or is it all quite new to to all three of you I knew the show pretty well. Yeah, I knew yeah, like so all of it off by heart. To be yeah. Fair. So it's just, this is a, a challenge you're looking forward to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's it like with Quarry Band? Did you have any input into what the next show's going to be as well, or uh, is it uh, we're doing this? Who fancies it, or how does it work? Well, well we find out yeah, after we, we finish this. Really, we still have no clue what the next yeah. show is. They've yeah. asked for like, suggestions, but I'm pretty sure that like, I think they've got an idea in mind. Mm-hmm. And it's all down to licensing as yes. well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah. challenge ahead of you now. Nineteenth uh, to twenty second September. Tickets available for uh, all nights at the moment, but they are selling fast, so people do need to get in there, don't they? Yes, yes. I do. <laughs> uh, because there's enough friends and family who are going to be lining up for this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there uh, a song for each of you that is, that's really standing out when you have to sing it? 
Uh, well, for me, it's all I ask of you because mm-hmm. it's like the only song that I sing in. But <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, that's probably my biggest moment in the show, to be honest. Um, I can't. I really like wishing you were somehow here again, and um, I also like Point of No Return as well. They're my, probably my two favourites. So, so not ones that we would normally know if we don't know the show no, really well. I think that they're really iconic songs. Once you've seen the show, they're just really like nice songs to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've got Phantom of the Opera no, and Music of the Night. So Well, Music of the Night, that, that is a big one. And obviously yeah, Michael Crawford did that on single in the 80s. Yeah. And that was is something which your parents' generation are going to remember really well. And it's, it's, it's something you've got to really live up to there. Yeah. Uh, don't put me in the pressure by no, 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 to no. Michael Crawford. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You'll be great. It won't be a problem. Okay, so uh, how many in, in the cast? Is it a big ensemble for this? Right, 40. It's, it's quite a lot. It's a massive it's a show, massive basically. Yeah. Coordinating everybody's going to be hard work. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Uh, and and uh, have you seen the scenery yet, or is that still something that's... Uh, We've seen pictures, pictures just yeah. of, like, on, like, a normal stage, mm-hmm. and like, so. but we haven't really seen them in the theatre yet, but yeah. that will be soon. And you're looking forward to that bit. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll be stressed as well if it doesn't go wrong. So, but when it comes down to doing the dress rehearsal, because that's, that's your first chance to really interact with the scenery, you might have a few tech rehearsals before that, but when you do a full run-through, is that a bit of a buzz? Oh, God, yeah. 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 I think that, that's when the adrenaline kicks in. You realise, oh, the show's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when like, we're all at the pinnacle of our yeah. like, like big emotions towards the show. Especially with the show like Phantom, because the set is so iconic and it... It's plays such a large role in mm-hmm. the show itself. Um, it makes it, you know, you can rehearse as much as you want, but it's really exciting to actually get in there with the set and the uh-huh. costumes and everything. And, and what's the age range in the show? Because how old are you, are you guys? You, uh, 15. 16. 15. Yeah, so you're all relatively young on the scale <laughs> yes. of things. So uh, taking on big roles, it mm-hmm. makes it uh, quite uh, quite tricky. Yeah. And is, is are you the kind of the average age, or they're older, younger, or? I think it's it, this is like. It's between like the average age, I'd say, would be like 13 to 16 yeah. around there. But then it goes up to, I think, 21's the oldest. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What's the nine? 11? It's 11. Oh, it's 11. 11. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so again, quite, quite a range. And uh, yeah, it must be quite weird for the 21 being the old, the old person of the age. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so that's, that's quite scary. But I mean, how do you all see this? Is this a stepping stone to maybe career in musical theatre for any of you guys, do you think? Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> but it is, it is the aim, so you, you yeah. want to stand yeah, out yeah. on stage and, and see what you can do. Yeah. Well, tickets are available now from the 19th through to the 22nd of September. Who's going to do the phone number, please? I will. <laughs> uh, for book tickets, you have to call 07704. Nine three eight four five four. Okay, do that number again. O seven seven O four nine three eight four five four. Okay, who's head of websites? Uh, qbmts See, that's the easy bit. They both read it all, but there you go. That's cheating. <laughs> Ollie, any anything you got to input uh, here? Uh, just basically say, come to the show. Just come to the show and get uh, tickets. It's gonna be great. I, I, I think it will. They're a good bunch. Yeah, break a leg, have a great time with the show, and enjoy being, uh, in your case, the Phantom of the Opera and, and, and trying to steal the whole show. Thank you. <laughs> in sleep you sang to me Voice which calls to me and speaks.
speaks my name and to I dream again for no Hear more from Phantom of the Opera a little bit later on. Two thirds of Brits would consider getting married abroad. We one in ten women surveyed say finding their dream dress is the most important part of planning their wedding day. Somebody who knows a thing or two about the dream dress that you could be looking for there is David Emmanuel, royal fashion designer and presenter of Say Yes to the Vegas Dress. Hello, sir. Hello, Jason. How are you? Uh, oh, good, thank you. And you've got a brand new series starting on TLC, and this is just a, a development. Of, I mean, you are known for your wedding dresses now, and aside of everything else you do, this is this is massive since that big dress in 1981. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Amazing. Uh, what was it? Over 700 million people watched that. But that was a, a lifetime ago. Um, I don't know if you know, I've been doing Say Yes to the... Dress UK. I know, yes, and that, that's been um, very well I, received, but there's more planning seems to go into that one. When you're looking at a Vegas wedding, they can be quite short notice. Well, I'm glad you said that. Um, having agreed to do Say Yes to the Vegas Dress, I was given 48 hours notice, or possibly 24 <laughs> hours notice. Uh, so if you can imagine Say Yes to the Dress UK, but speed it up 100 miles an hour, that's what I had to deal with. Yeah, but yeah, the British bride came over, flown in. Yeah. Uh, I had the luxury of, of a limousine, and, and, and lots of champagne, guiding them across the city. It is the uh, the wedding capital of the world, as they say, but it's 24-7, it's full-on. Uh, I had uh, five stores that I worked with, mm. and basically the girls fly in, I find their dress, but that's the start of it. Then I have to find their location, where they want to get married. Then, of course, one has to find, pop from the frock, a makeup artist, hairdresser, flowers. So it was a whole action-packed show. 
It sounds absolutely amazing because I mean, you, you used to say this was in the UK, and, and your average bride's taking between thirteen and eighteen months to plan the perfect yeah. wedding day. So this is completely about face on all of that, and Thank it's you. the I do's are important, but the dress has to look right. And, and, well, and, every bride, I think, I think Jason, every bride on on her wedding day wants to look fabulous, mm-hmm. of course, and that's my job. Um, but yeah, yeah, in a way, the UK, it, it, the process takes too long, and, and it gets very stressful. And, and they've got to think about the location and who's going to sit next to whom. A lot of my brides were saying, it's exciting. It's almost like, like they're eloping. It's less stressful. <laughs> they don't want to think about seating family, uncle, sons, and with whoever. And it, the majority, I would say, Jason, will get married in Vegas, and then whatever they save the money on, then fly back and then have a huge party back in the UK when they came home. And a, a general party is cheaper to do than a wedding reception, I'm going to guess. And... Absolutely. It's interesting talking about that. It's like, why is it for weddings and funerals the same, the flowers go triple the price? If you think of flowers on Valentine's Day, you know, a rose goes £25. Come on. So it, it, it's a marketing thing and they're geared for it, whereas it is much more affordable, I have to say, in, in Vegas. So head out there, do that. And uh, I mean, Vegas, obviously, it is, it is effectively the party capital of the world anyway, isn't it? So you know yep. you're going to get a good do. And, and we like, were you able to you know, go out there and sneak around, or do you have friends in Vegas already who are pointing you in the right direction no, to start off? I was, I was out there for a month. I managed to, um, I managed to see some of the Cirque du Soleil shows. They've got eight shows currently running on the Strip. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. But free time, I'd snatch it. I'd sit by the pool under the sun if I had a moment. But I, it was pretty action-packed because I don't feel aware that I actually officiated at four of the weddings. Now, that's impressive. OK, how does this come about, then? Well, quite simple. You can go, go online of the pricely sum of $39. <laughs> I, can, I can marry people in America. Nick, do you do the services in Welsh as well, just to add a bit of spice no, to No, it? I could have done, but um, no, most of my brides were English, so I did it uh, in English. But I, I, I married somebody in the Nevada desert, I married somebody in the Valley of Fire. Uh, I married a gay couple, drag artists, actually, in Caesar's Palace, would you believe? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's action-packed, and they're ready for it. They're geared up, and, and you can pick up, you can pick up a, a wedding gown for under $1,000 or going up, whatever, whatever you want. Um, one bride I did, which is lovely, talking about sexist flair, she, she was her and her husband to be dancers, mm-hmm. and they all loved the Zumanity show. I don't know if you know it's like a burlesque, like an adult burlesque show. And her dreams, we arranged for her to actually get married on the Zumanity stage. I you bet that's amazing. A whole, whole theatre, all backlit and dry eyes, and she came down. And the second they said declared man and wife, they stepped down, sat in the front row, then the show began. <laughs> that's absolutely brilliant that was that was kind of co- cool then I, I had a Scottish uh, couple she was lovely very quiet very unassuming and she was marrying her man in full you know tweed jacket and kilt and the best man they were they were sweating under, under the, <laughs> the under the heat in Las Vegas and she was all demure and very lovely and then suddenly said to me David I want um, I want Elvis to, to walk me down the aisle so I have to book an Elvis, and there are lots of Elvises in Las Vegas. I can imagine. So I booked an Elvis, and he was running late. So I said, Elvis, you're late. Come on, let's go. <laughs> but he did make it, it into the building on time. Oh, he made it. Hey, hey, hey. And the dark glasses. And, <laughs> and a black black leather jumpsuit slashed to the waist. 
Um, not, not, not a good look. Not something change... you would design for definite, and maybe not what we'd have quite expected uh, Elvis to have won in that yeah. quarter star. But... And, and a lot of people think, I and I would be one of them, thinking in the past it might be a bit tacky, but it isn't. I mean, I wasn't sold on, on, on the Little White Chapel. It's pretty, but all these hotels have fabulous uh, rooms and, and um, chapels to get married. Well, this Friday nights are not going to be the same for a few weeks. There's going to be some great wedding ideas as you continue to support brides from across the UK, helping them get the right dress and the perfect day. So this is on TLC. Friday the 7th is the first. How many weeks is there in this run? I've got uh, five one-hour shows, so for the next five weeks I'm on. And enjoy it. it. It's a romp. It's funny. You get to see the city, and, of course, you get to see all the tears and the happiness and... All the madness trying to get a, a, a wedding done in 24 hours. Well, I don't have a wedding planned. I am heading out to Vegas though early October and taking the show out there. So what should I go and see when I am there? Oh, there's so many. Um, I missed uh, Ricky Martin. Was, was, he had gone and he was coming back. Celine Dion was there. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, apparently the show was fabulous. I didn't have time to see her. Um, but I saw... I don't know if you, if you like six of their shows, and it was, oh, and it's all about water, and all these dancers are skipping across water and diving in water. Amazing. They have amazing shows. And, of course, the other thing is they've got great restaurants there as well. There's something else to look out for. I like my food, I like my shows, so I think I would have Cirque du Soleil followed by a, a rather nice all-you-can-eat buffet could really do the trick. I think this could work for me. Are you married? Me. Uh, not yet, no. Oh, OK. Well, you consider it as a, as a destination wedding. So it's something I should think about. Okay, well, we can look at that one. You never know. Anything could happen within 24 to 48 hours with you, if you're out there helping choose the I dress. I mean, no, no pressure, Jason, no pressure. <laughs> okay, David, we'll see how that one goes. So okay. look out for that. Give us all the details on, on where we can see the show. What time is it on? Every Friday, 8 o'clock. Say yes to the Vegas dress. It's on Sky. It's on the TLC channel on Sky. Make sure you check it out, David Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Time to hear another track now from Quarry Bank Musical Theatre Youth Society. Here's another song from Phantom of the Opera. No more talk of darkness Forget these wide-eyed fears I'm here No one can harm you My words will warm and calm you let me be your freedom, let me be your light You're safe, no one can find you Your fears are far behind you Say you'll share with me 
Austin has a brand new single, Window Shopping, which is out there. We'll be finding out about that and having a listen to it in a few moments' time. But first of all, she joins me on the phone now to tell me what's going on in her world. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. So what's going on with you then? Because uh, Window Shopping promises to be a bit of a smash, I trust. I mean, it's uh, it's been really busy since we've uh, put the song out, which is a good sign. <laughs> because it helps. must mean that we're doing something right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just doing lots of radio and gigging tons and I've been doing festivals all summer and just uh, other gigs as well. So it's just been pretty mad. I mean, I'm, I've finished my album as well, which is part of why it's been so mad. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, this has got a bit of a pop country sound. Which is, is this a little more poppy than you would normally produce? I mean, it's it's more poppy than what I've done previously. I think, and uh, I think it's more the the sort of direction that I not necessarily I'm looking to go, but I think I'm kind of finding myself now because um, it's basically been, you know, a bit of a journey for me to find my own sound. And I kind of started doing more sort of country stuff. And but I grew up more listening to pop. So now that's kind of coming back around and I'm merging the two styles, which is what I always wanted to do on the album you're going to hear both country and pop so i kind of go between the two a little bit and as i suppose it's, it's what you feel comfortable with and what sort of story you're trying to tell because that changes the musical mood and if both of them are in your repertoire then it gives you the chance to explore yes exactly that's that's the idea you know i don't want to um kind of think that oh people are expecting me to sound a certain way so so i have to write like this you know i, I love coming into a writing setting whether it's just on my own or with other people and just be like what song do i want to write today you know and just, <laughs> just see where it goes and because i mean your sound fits in with the country to country festival which of course you've been playing uh, all three days of uh, recently and yeah. i mean you're on the hot list for the country music magazine's uh, 2018 favourites alongside other great names in the the country music genre at the moment but equally you are happy to work alongside uh, the 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 mixing team behind Little Mix, One Direction and Ellie Goulding so it's certainly your music has been picked up and worked on by people from every genre of music that you want to turn your hand to. Yes, exactly. And I think that's that's really, really exciting that, you know, that those worlds can kind of come together. And I think that, you know, that's a great thing about a festival like C2C, for example, which has everything from proper, you know, bluegrassy style country and an American country, obviously, which is like the main point of the festival to to, you know, UK artists who are doing uh, all sorts of stuff, you know, like, you know, proper bro country and pop country like I do. So, I really love that I can now finally have the power to kind of create my own little style of music within <laughs> within that whole scene. So you, you want your own genre, live. Like, I'm, exactly. Doing? I'm doing live. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just doing live, you know, I can't promise what's going to, you know, what's going to come out from one day to the next, but it's definitely always me. So, so that's the, that's the constant anyway. <laughs> and, and what is the background to you as well? I mean, what else would you say is out there that's, because uh, you, you, you're quite tender in years. Yes. Well, you, you might say that. <laughs> Depends on who you compare me to. <laughs> How does your sound come together to this point? I mean, what else is there in the past that sort of formed all of this? Oh, it's it's a real uh, combination of all sorts of stuff. I mean, my, my family is very musical and they always listened to music and played at home. So I grew up listening to you know, Elton John and, and Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, and I was a huge Alicia Keys fan. So so that kind of side of things and Stevie Wonder and stuff. And Alicia Keys was huge in, in inspiring me to write songs. But then there's also Shania Twain, you know, and Leanne Rhymes and um, Simon and Garfunkel and all this different stuff. And I think that, you know, even though I don't sound like all of those acts, you know, obviously it's it's kind of played a part in how I, what I think is good music and what I think, uh, you know, moves me. And so I try and like have a, a small part of that in my own writing. You know, I'm always trying to, you're always trying to sort of reach uh, the levels of the people that you, you kind of grew up listening to and thinking, oh man, that's great, you know. <laughs> so uh, un- until I write Bridge Over Trouble Water, I'm not going to stop, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, this album is well on the way there. I mean, there is not going to be any complaints uh, at all. As you say, it's a bit of a mix of country pop and it's out in October. So uh, it's something that your fans are particularly looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, I've had so many, so many questions all year because earlier this year I I did tell them that, you know, a an album was definitely coming but I couldn't give them a date so I've I've had a lot of um, of heckling at gigs ever since you know <laughs> when's the album coming so it's just amazing to be able to say that it's coming on the 19th of October and just be able to to give people a date to look forward to and I'm lucky to have people asking me you know to, to actually be eager to, to hear my album so I'm, I'm very very lucky. Yeah, and that in itself is born out of the hard work they know you put into this music, and which I mean, the, the patience is there because they know you're, you're just you're honing the the, the whole sound and, and getting it right. But uh, we're going to hear a bit of that now with window shopping. And what would you say as we head into this song? Uh, your inspiration here, not just not being able to afford a new pair of shoes, I trust. No, it's uh, it's definitely not just about shoes. It's it's really uh, me and my co-writer Katie Ray for this song. We we were just bonding over how you know both of us we really want to get to know people uh, and not judge somebody based on what other people have told us about them or how they look or uh, you know how much money they have or whatever sort of a superficial thing. We just want to get to know people and keep an open mind. And this song is kind of about encouraging other people to do that too to not window shop for people you know to actually get to 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 know them and try them on (laughs) (laughs) Liv Austin thank you for joining us before you do go give us all the socials and your website thank you so much for talking to me you can find me anywhere online anywhere that you get music I'm Liv Austin Austin with an E like Jane Austen you can find me on Twitter and Instagram Liv Austin one word and I'm on Facebook Liv Austin and uh, my website is livaustin.com You've got the lot. Great to hear from you. Looking forward to listening to this track now. And yeah, best of luck for the album release in October. But I don't think you're going to need it. I think it's just going to rock out the shops. Thank you so much, Jason. Lovely to talk to you. I'm not looking for a pretty face. Hot for the heads, just empty space. Perfect hair, perfect teeth. Spends more time getting ready than me. Nothing more to say, pass the first day conversation. 
27th to the 29th of September, the Canic Chase Drama Society present All Shook Up at the Prince of Wales Theatre. Julie Hunter here with me now to tell me more about it. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you very much. Good. So last time I saw you on stage, you were dressed as Queen Rat. Yes. And that was amazing last Christmas. We'll come to this year's panto very soon. Thank but you. the Prince of Wales is your home, isn't it, pretty much? It is indeed. We're a Canic-based society, um, Canic-based community with an age range from five is our youngest member, but not particularly in this show, up to just over the age of 70. A lot of families. Um, we're doing a lot of community work with teenagers to include them. So, yeah. Yes, the Prince of Wales is our local theatre, our local community and our local population to, to gain ticket sales and bottoms on those seats. Well, I, I kind of feel with the casting couch or casting table at least here <laughs> as well as we're in your rehearsal rooms at the moment in Longford. And obviously there's a lot of work that goes into any one of these shows. And, and when we met up last Christmas, you were already talking about All Shook Up because there's so much involved. And it must be great bringing a cast together to perform just some amazing songs. I mean, the tunes of Elvis are absolute classics, aren't they? It is, but um, 
they're not necessarily how you would listen to them normally. There's mm -hmm. so many harmonies in this show. It's actually been more difficult because you tend to sing something you know <laughs> and stick to the original song. Uh -huh. But this is full of harmonies all the way through every single song. So the audience will know them, they'll recognise them, and they'll be tapping their feet and hopefully moving and shaking along with us. But there will be these harmonies in the background that are actually lovely to hear, and you'll go, ooh, that's a bit different. So we're hoping that the whole show is really an uplifting, motivating show. We'll encourage people to walk out of that theatre buzzing about what we've done and also think about buying tickets for, as you said, the pantomime in the future. <laughs> now, so how does it work then? So you already said that the music has its own arrangements for this, but how does it tell the story and what's the uh, flavour of the story? What's it about? Um, it's set in the 1950s. I always think if you describe it as putting a bit of footloose with a bit of funds and a bit of grease together, you're hitting the right genre. But it's about a dreary 1950s town in America where there are lots of rules. So people can't dance, they can't sing, they can't listen to music and it's affected them all, it's put them right down in the dumps, uh, relationships have gone astray because of it, there's people who desperately want to get out of that town and along comes a guitar playing roustabout. So that is your really uh -huh, Elvis type lad who comes into this town, shakes them all up as in All Shook Up, mm -hmm. starts playing music loudly, starts getting them all lively, dancing, changes the whole concept of the town. Um, it goes from being dreary to be lively, to be things going on in the fairground and relationships starting and love blossoming. So it sounds a little corny, and it is indeed a little corny, but That's it's very... It is, it's very entertaining and full of fun. It's got lots of humour all the way through it and it is just such a fun show not only to watch but to actually be involved in and do. We've had tremendous fun through all the rehearsals. We did start rehearsing practically as soon as we'd finished the pantomime um, but because of the music um, which is quite demanding mm -hmm. it's taken us really to this point to get it perfect. Well. You can see that on stage, 27th to 29th of September. The box office is 01543 578762. That's 01543 578762. Or you can go online to boxoffice.wlct.org. Get your tickets for the Prince of Wales event down there. I'd say 27th to 29th September. Not much chance to see it, so make sure you get in there quick. Yes, indeed. It is proving to be quite popular. Um, I think because of the Elvis Presley links, mm -hmm. And because some people have heard of it, um, I think it's actually one of the most popular musicals to be done this year, mm -hmm. which is slightly worrying or was slightly worrying for us in terms of competition yeah. and those tickets as. But um, we've nailed it now and we really would like people to come and see us. This is the company to come along and see. Canuck Chase Drama Society doing their bit on stage. And, of course, we've already briefly mentioned Panto. Jack of the Beanstalk this year, back at the same fantastic venue, the Prince of Wales. Great for Panto, great for anything you want to see down there. But you guys again on stage, when does this one come along? This will be the last week of 
January 2019, which is our regular booked slot. Um, we have a following for our annual spectacular pantomime, as I would say. So it's really nice for us to, to come out with a classic. Obviously, we did one that wasn't quite as well known last year, Dick Whittington. Um, but Jack and the Beanstalk, I think, still has a lot of following in terms of the, the children of today. They know the story. There has been a Disney film based on it with Mickey Mouse in it, so it's still out there, whereas Dick Whittington was a little bit... It's, it's, a, it's, it's kind of traditional, but it disappeared it a little bit. But still a fantastic job you did of it as well. Yes, we loved doing that. We had our... Obviously, I was Queen Rat, I was the baddie. <laughs> and as soon as we finished All Shook Up, we will be starting with rehearsals and we will be casting again. So that's really exciting times for us, and uh, we hope that that will turn out as well as the pantomime last year. Well, it was absolutely brilliant. Again, where do people go to if they want to find out more about all the work that you do and about Christmas? And we do else? actually have a website, canuckchasedrama.co.uk, which will be putting on information about our shows. It's got the past productions on. It's got some photos. Um, so it's available for anybody to look at. And we do have a Facebook page as well that everybody can access. We won't be putting much out until we've done All Shook Up, obviously, because mm -hmm. we haven't set the budget, which yeah. is an important part of getting things done. Um, but as soon as we've got that addressed, we'll be publishing things about it, and that information will be out in September. So, website again, canuckchasedrama.co.uk. Yes. For your tickets for All Shook Up, once again, that phone number 01543 578762 yeah. or boxoffice.wlct.org. That's correct. Well, good luck, break a leg with everything that's going on, and we're very much looking forward to seeing All Shook Up from Canuck Chase Drama Society on stage in September. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for coming to speak to me again. You weren't as shiny as Prince Charming But you were good enough for a white knight Oh, you had a smile so disarming With eyes of green, your jealousy was covered by the twinkle in your eye Was in your dungeon for a long time But I became the villain in your lies Now I found my way into the sunshine I'm done with second guessing and I'm done with one more try you say you're easy going but you're not you keep holding on to something that ain't yours you miss your calling easy going easy gone I can't help you
the new going out with Friday at 7pm Britain's most popular time for ordering a takeaway according to data from Just Eat there's a lot of different things you can get out there as far as the fantastic delivery of food goes Lisa Faulkner tells me more hello hi there so uh, are you one for uh, ordering a bit of a takeaway in between takes in between takes I like it um, do you know what I love a takeaway I, I'm a, you know a big cook and I love cooking but I also think there's a time and a place when you just want to put your feet up on a Saturday night or a Friday night and order in and there's nothing better I don't think. Now come on, you're a 2010 Celebrity Masterchef winner so surely you know a thing or two about cooking so does this help in your choice uh, when it comes to what to have as a takeaway? I think that it's. Um, I think that I, a takeaway is always food that I can't cook, <laughs> um, or that I'm not as good at. So you know, it's really like my favourite takeaway is Indian takeaway. It's get a curry and watch the X Factor. <laughs> I'd be very happy. So um, so yeah, I mean, I think that I think it always is really nice to get something that you don't necessarily cook all the time. It's a, yeah, and it's, it's something that if it involves a lot of pots and pans as well. That's my uh, theory on these things. Uh, I, I I do love pizza. Quite happy to do pizza at home. That makes life sens- sensible and simple. But yes. when it comes to preparing a Chinese, if I want my Cantonese-style sweet and sour chicken, I'm going to go to somebody who knows what they're doing with it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, is there anything that you've attempted and then maybe gone back to getting from a takeaway? Um, um, I don't know if I have a really good question. You're just not being brave. Is this what it is? Um, I think that I've done, what I have done is, is roast a chicken and then get all a whole load of other, um, <laughs> takeaway veggie dishes uh-huh. to go with it. So I've, I've done a cheat, like a cheat curry or a cheat Chinese, but I've had, I've done the chicken or I've done some ribs and then I've bought everything and I've ordered a takeaway for all the lovely side dishes. That's also, yeah, it's a good way of doing it. And particularly if it's got some particular spice that you haven't got in the cupboard. then Yeah, you, it's really good. It's a way to go for it. But have you got yeah. a favourite restaurant as well? Because that's uh, another big part of the takeaway. You go back to the same place. It's the one you've got the menu for in the hall. 
Yeah, we do, I do. I have a couple actually that I I go to, um, and they are brilliant. Um, I, so yeah, but I'm in I'm in London in so, in North London, but yeah, I've curry I've curry restaurant that I go to a lot. Um, but I suppose again, you you find your favourite restaurant, you click on Just Eat, they're going to be there pretty much in all cases, so you know what you're going for. But when you are shopping online for your food. Again, do you, do you think, hang on, we'll have a bit of a change tonight? And it, it, if the option's there, might you stray? Um, I think that it's really nice when you're looking at and you decide, you, you know, there's a difference between wanting to cook and wanting to have a takeaway, isn't there? Yeah. So I, I think if you want to cook, then great. And if you decide, you know what, I can't be bothered, and you go on Just Eat and you want to find whatever you want then to eat, um, that's fantastic. I... I think that what's really funny is that you go on saying, sometimes I think we, we've got, a, you know, when we've got all the kids around, it's like, well, somebody wants pizza, somebody wants Chinese, somebody wants Indian. Um, so that's always fun to, to navigate through that. And so it's, if, you, if you go and just eat, though, I suppose you can go online, you can order several different dishes from several different places, get to the minimum order on each one and just have a, a feast turn up. There you go, you can, you can. And you can also, because there's the BTAs coming up, which is the British Takeaway Award, you can go on the Just Eat, you can go on the btas.co.uk um, and vote for your favourite takeaway restaurant. So do that. Once you've tried, but you've got to try them out, so it's another good excuse for having a takeaway. Absolutely. Try them all out. <laughs> go on Just Eat, find the, all, the, all the restaurants you want to try, try them all out and then decide which is your winner and go online and nominate them. You've got till the 16th of September to vote and uh, I take it you say you have got your place that you uh, will be voting for? I have got a place I'll be voting for. I don't know if I'm allowed to vote. I have to find out if I'm allowed to vote. But um, but I would definitely, um, if I can, I will. And, I'll, and I'm going to be at the awards uh, at the awards too. So uh, you're presenting on that one, are you? I'm not sure what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm presenting. If I'm, I don't. I'm, I might present a an award. Um, I've got to wait and see what they've got in store for me. But you've got the frock booked, which is the important bit. Yeah, already, yeah. And, and the best bit of this night is the food is going to be awesome, isn't it? Oh, the food will be great. And I'll tell you, I went to the um, the British Takeaway Awards last last year and they were so, everyone was so lovely. I met up with so many people, so many interesting people, because it's all small, um, you know, family-run businesses. A lot of these businesses are small family-run businesses. And it was just great to meet these people and, um, and just talk to them. And they're so passionate about their food um, and about their restaurants, their takeaways. So it was really, it was really nice to, um, to go and meet those people as well. And what else have we got coming up in, in your world? Is, uh, anything exciting on the horizon we should be talking about? Uh, I've got a few little things, but I have, I'm literally waiting to um, went to be able to say that I can talk about them. But I've got a little act acting job coming up um, in the next couple of months, which is really nice. Um, and I've got something else which I can't tell you till next week. <laughs> OK, well, I'll, I'll give you a buzz next week. You can let me know then. Or just invite me around for a takeaway and we can talk about it over dinner. Is that OK? Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get on just eat together and work it out. We'll, Sounds like a plan. We'll work out our favourite one. <laughs> Give us the details again for the awards. So, yes, so it's the British Takeaway Awards in association with Just Eat, and you go to the btas.co.uk. So pop online, go and vote for your favourite restaurant and enjoy a fantastic and meal. 
You know what? You could also win a thousand pounds or tickets to the X Factor and just eat vouchers, so it's worth doing. That, that sounds absolutely brilliant to me. I like that <laughs> idea for definite. Lisa Faulkner, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Take care. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Back with episode four hundred and eighty-one next week. I'll see you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the mill bar. Goodbye from the mill bar. Goodbye from the mill bar. Goodbye from the milk bar, yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar, yeah.